We are glad to make all of our Jcast Network podcasts free for our listeners. However, they are not free to produce and host. Please consider making a donation to Jcast Network to help support our work by visiting jcastnetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for your support. You are listening to A Taste of Romamu, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Romamu, please visit romumu.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. The funny thing about music is that I don't know how many of you have been feeling this. Well, how many people here for Rosh Hashanah? Good group. Okay. So for those who weren't, that song, how many people actually have been hearing that song on like a loop? Is that a good thing? That's a good question, I think. So something about music is, is almost profoundly hardwired into our own makeup. Something about us is we sing, we have a song. I can tell you countless number of times that I have given a eulogy where someone said the song of this person's life, the song of their life, the metaphor of the song, and maybe because of something in a moment that we'll talk about, but maybe also because a song is a groove. It has rhythm, it has timing, like the planets and their orbits, songs. We walk to songs. We wake to songs. Songs convey information. Many people here will say, well, I can't remember a thing, but if you place it in a song, I'll remember it. In fact, that is the tradition, is to sing song learning in Torah. There's even a kind of melodic quality to rabbi's voices if you read the New York Times op-ed piece about the rabbi's voice. Oh, yeah. Music is profoundly powerful in its capacity both to convey information and also to serve as a, as a vehicle. It is the medium, it is the message. So much is happening with music. It would not surprise, I think, anyone here to hear that the Torah itself is called a song. The song of Torah, it's called Shira. Even the laws which we sing, not many people here have ever heard the Constitution being sung or the Bill of Rights being sung. When you come to your office, usually they don't stand in front of you with the handbook of the office and say, and then tell them that if they take a sick day, they are to take only for six days. <laughs> not a bad idea. I'm seeing Scott's going, yeah, it's a good idea. Why not? An anthem. An anthem. We have a soundtrack to our life. I mean, we could put together, oh, when I hear that song being played, almost like Proustian, right? It's almost there's a, a waft of the praline of a song. You're, oh, I remember exactly where I was at that moment when that song came on. All right, and that song conveys the whole gestalt. So it's a wonder, or maybe not so much, 
that when we think about what we have discussed, for those who haven't been with us for Rosh Hashanah, just a really quick primer, we basically said that in order for us to change, we have to do three things. We have to simply notice how we are when we are imprisoning ourselves. Notice how we imprison ourselves in the very moment in which we imprison ourselves. Not before we imprison ourselves, because that's really great, but it doesn't help much when you go into the room, into the situation, into the conundrum, into the Mobius strip of a, of a pattern that doesn't unravel easily. We have to bring awareness, witnessing into the place. And then once we're in that place, we, we get to stay in the room long enough if we breathe. And then we find up, we, we wind up having options. We find ourselves with options. Hello, handsome. Those who don't know that reference, it's on the website. So here we are. Shabbat Shuvah. And tomorrow morning we will be reading, it is known that this weekend is called the weekend of Shuvah, of returning from the prophet Amos, who says, Shuvah Yisrael Hashem Elokechem, ki chashalta be'avonecha, ki chuimachem devarim, it's Hoshea, not Amos. So here we are in devarim tomorrow morning, and we hear an echo of, of how we should do tshuva, everybody. Listen to this from Moses, the great teacher. He's finished his speeches to the people, and then he tells them, after God has told them, you will fall. You will forget. You will backslide. You will go into the room and say, I was just kidding. Get me out of here. Is that news for anyone? It's a reality check that Moses gives the people. says, you know what? It, we, we all forget. It's not even a prediction. I'm telling you without a doubt, you will forget this moment. It will be forgotten. The chuppah and the love recedes with time unless we bring it back. The moment of Sinai recedes. The moment of clarity falls away. In the 60s, people would go away on weekends to Esalen, an Est weekend. They would have an awareness and then they would be thrown back into their lives. And philosopher Ken Wilber said that on the, the tombstone of the 60s, like the movement called the Human Potential Movement would be written, didn't quite get there. <laughs> and he identified it. He said the reason for that is because you would be given a taste of heaven and then thrown back into hell. You get a taste of freedom and liberation, a glimpse of it, and then, and then what do you do with it? Jack Cornfield called that after the ecstasy, the laundry. This is the biblical version of it right here. God says to Moses, you're going to die. And I will be angry with the people who will forget the covenant, the agreement. They will forget the resolutions. They will forget their best made plans. They will forget what it was like to sing with a thousand people. Truth, truth, truth. I will surely hide my face on that day. 
So what do you do? Immediately, the next verse. Ve'ata, kitvu lechem hazot. Teach them this song. This song. And place it in their mouths. So that this song will be a witness. The song itself will elevate us from being caught. The song will be the tape, the soundtrack of truth, the soundtrack of remembrance, the soundtrack of our resolution, the soundtrack, the hook that we will remember when we are in that room and the monster comes and we say, Emet, Emet, I remember. I remember the content of my resolution. I remember the specificity of it. I'm going to be a better person this year. We'll get you nowhere. I'm going to lose three pounds. Might be a good, useful beginning when it comes to your weight. And in your soul, it might be, I will get angry this percentage of the time less this year. And I'm going to give it to you. You can be my calorie tracker. Wow, I noticed that in the last 11 months, your anger, you take 10 minutes to get upset instead of 30 seconds. So the specificity of the song, the words that we said under the chuppah, that's why a ketubah. Oh, those words, I remember those words. Ding. <laughs> and the second thing in our work is that the song and a good song is this, and we all know this. It's not just that a song as the carrier wave of information, but the song itself, good songs have information that we need to remember, which is this. We go up and we go down. We are in process. Someone came into my office today and she said to me about a certain person that we were lamenting that this person is having such a hard time. She said, we can't give up on him. If you've been around the block a couple of times in your life, it's easy to give up on yourself. It's easy to give up on democracy. It's easy to give up on. It's easy. It's painful, but easy. And the song's truth is that it goes up and it goes down. It's not monotone. It is what Rav Nachman of Breslov said. It is an awareness of Ratsova Shov. We run and we return. We run and we return. We fly high and we fall down and then we get back up. We don't give up on ourselves. We don't give up on Shuvah. The power of music, the power of training and entraining ourselves this year. So what will be the song that you sing? What will be the phrase, the snippet, the gatha in Buddhist terminology, the small phrase that you will repeat over again, that you'll write above your sink? Because if we don't dedicate ourselves to this work, the work will wait for us to dedicate, it, to dedicate ourselves to it. Let's just say, okay, whenever you're ready, I'm ready. It's true that when you're sitting in a room with a thousand people, anything's possible. 
So this Shabbat Shuvah, we remember that singing a song of tshuva is vital. Reminding ourselves to be authors and co-authors of our own return requires us to find the phrase, find the sentence that will take us through the highs and lows, make specific goals, simply notice, play with options, and be in process. And then maybe one day, one day, all of us together will sing a song, an anthem towards truth, an anthem of emet and vision. That's what we dream for. <laughs>